number 63, The Tracks of My Tears. This is from Peter A. Levine, Walking the Tiger, Healing Trauma. Common occurrences can produce traumatic aftereffects that are just as debilitating as those experienced by veterans of combat or survivors of childhood abuse. Traumatic effects are not always apparent immediately following the incidents that cause them. Symptoms can remain dormant, accumulating over years or even decades. Then, during a stressful period, or as the result of another incident, they can show up without warning. There may also be no indication of the original cause. Thus, a seemingly minor event can give rise to a sudden breakdown similar to one that might be caused by a single catastrophic event. Because the symptoms and emotions associated with trauma can be extreme, most of us and those close to us will recoil and attempt to repress these intense reactions. Unfortunately, this mutual denial can prevent us from healing. In our culture, there is a lack of tolerance for the emotional vulnerability that traumatized people experience. Little time is allotted for the working through of emotional events. We are routinely pressured into adjusting too quickly in the aftermath of an overwhelming situation. Denial is so common in our culture that it has become a cliché. How often have you heard these words? Pull yourself together, it's over now. You should forget about it. Grin and bear it. It's time to get on with your life. And from Smokey Robinson, people say I'm the life of the party because I tell a joke or two. Although I might be laughing loud and hearty, deep inside, I'm blue. So take a good look at my face. You'll see my smile looks out of place. If you look closer, it's easy to trace the tracks of my tears. When we teach Vedic meditation, part of the course is learning about the stresses that have been stored in the cells of our body, building up in us since we began life in our mother's womb. Every time we've been overwhelmed by life or flooded by emotion, we've had some part of the experience locked in place within us. When something in our daily life echoes this experience from the past somehow, we are triggered into the full stress response of our prior experience on top of whatever challenge exists in the situation in front of us. Not only do we end up with habituated responses to certain stimuli in our world, we also end up with responses that may or may not have anything to do with the present moment experience. There's the joke... I was having dinner with my family, and I meant to say, Mom, please pass the salt, but instead I said, you ruined my life. That's probably not the best example. Another example, I'm, I'm standing in line at Starbucks, and uh, I'm in a bad mood because I, uh, I'm late on a payment, and uh, my best friend is sick in the hospital, and uh, I just feel put upon and like I can't catch a break. And I just want to get my cappuccino and have a moment to myself. And 
someone in line in front of me on their phone and not paying attention steps back onto my foot. My reaction might be completely out of proportion to what actually happened because I've fallen into the story triggered by my stress responses that the world's out to get me, that I can't catch a break, that since the very beginning, this world doesn't seem to be for me. And this poor person in front of me was just had a moment of unconsciousness. As well as this, these stresses take our capacity to live the very energy of life and put some part of it on hold. It, it takes part of us offline so we don't have that particular aspect of our personality, that particular energetic of our life force available for the world. It's over here, locked in place. And we have to make do with whatever other energy we have available. Multiply this times several decades and you end up with someone carrying a very large weight of energy and materials which are not usable for living but continue to affect our way of being in the world adversely. It's like there are grooves cut in the very stuff of the mind. In, in Sanskrit they have a, uh, a name for this mind stuff. It's called chitta, C-H-I-T-T-A. And within this chitta there are these grooved-in responses, these sanskaras, where we get our English word scar, marks that have been left in the stuff of our mind and, and into which our reactive mind falls when these particular experiences or sense memories trigger us into the habituated behavior, the, the habituated feelings, the habituated reaction to our surroundings. It's like driving a car on a dirt road the day after a rain. If there was any traffic there when it was wet, there are now ruts, sometimes deep and uh, as hard as cement. And if your tire falls into one, you're going to follow that rut until it ends. There's no turning out of it. This also happens inside us when repeated triggering of negative thoughts and moods begin to wear grooves in the mind. We become entrenched in them, and it's increasingly difficult to break free. And even when we can see ourselves overreacting and know that what's happening to us is out of proportion to our immediate situation, there are times we're completely powerless to do anything about it. This is the bad news. The good news? As we practice our meditation twice daily, these stored stresses literally melt away. This stuff of the mind into which these patterns have been grooved becomes malleable. And what once was a rut has softened up so that 
we begin to be able to have a choice. We start recognizing that what's happening within us is an old stress reaction. And we're able more and more to let it go, bring ourselves to present moment awareness, and respond to the circumstances of the moment rather than being at the mercy of something that happened decades ago. As well, this energy that has been stored away is now free and available for me to use in the living of my life. And what really happens is that these stresses, as they melt away, allow us more and more to have a clear experience of our deepest truth, our our spirit, our soul, our heart. Even when we have our eyes open, even when we're in the world, even when we're in the most challenging of circumstances. Imagine if I could have that feeling of a really good deep meditation available to me when someone cuts me off in traffic and then accuses me of of being a bad driver or when someone tells me they don't want to be my friend anymore or when someone says your car will actually cost $1,500 to, to fix and it's not under warranty. Imagine if I could react from that place of depth and truth and ha, ah, instead of the place of, oh my God, life is out to get me. What's required on my part is simply to meditate twice daily, find my way back to center every time I get triggered into fear or anger or shame or guilt or despair or rage or whatever yours are and remind myself each day that I am meant to enjoy life. Letting go of the reaction, getting present to the world, knowing that these are just uncomfortable body sensations moving through me, they are not calls to action. No matter where I may find myself, there's a way for me to get from here to there. No matter what kind of marked up, scarred up, nervous system I have. I'm meant to be free. I'm meant to let go of these old reactions to the world. I'm meant to be able to be present in this moment and able to love and be loved. I can do it bit by bit, meditation by meditation, starting today. Today I will do my twice daily meditation and during the day when I find myself overreacting, even in my thinking, I will pause, remind myself these are stresses leaving my body. I will mind my manners and I will bring myself back to the present moment. Where are my feet? Where are my hands? What can I smell? What can I taste? What are the sounds around me? What can I see? Thanks for listening. Hope you have a great day. Thanks for listening to Embracing Bliss. I started this podcast and the book it's based on to offer a daily reminder to myself as well as to you 
that we have the freedom to choose happiness. And if ever we needed happiness and freedom to choose in this world, now would be that time. So please do share it with someone you love, send it to a friend, and also please stay in touch. Links for Instagram, uh, the book Embracing Bliss, and to sign up for my newsletter can all be found in the show notes. Until next time, have a great day.